you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to SaskAg Today with your host, Ryan Young. Hey, hey everyone. Good afternoon and welcome to SaskAg Today. It's brought to you by Milligan Bio, the leading buyer of heated and damaged canola in Saskatchewan. Wants to buy your seed. Visit MilliganBio.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. It is the third day here at Canadian Western Agribition from Real District here in the Queen City. And we got a pretty good show for you today. Uh, Any time that I have the opportunity to talk to Jim Smalley, it's always a good time talking to him. He always has something interesting going on. And in fact, he does... Uh, Yesterday and today, he's the MC at the Grain Expo up on the second floor of the Queensbury Convention Center. I had the opportunity to chat with him about that and among other things after that show. Elsewhere, uh, Agribition related, uh, had the chance to speak with the three finalists for the very first Miss Rodeo Agribition. The winner will be crowned later on tonight during the rodeo, so stick around for that. And finally, show wouldn't be complete without a little bit of a hot topic on Bill C-234. A little bit of debate up in the Senate. Pretty passionate, and we'll get into that later on in the show. Farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Sask Ag today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This is Sask Ag today with 620 CKRM Ag News Director Ryan Young. Saskag today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Farm Fresh Water, fix your water problems. Visit farmfreshwater.ca. A well-known agri-news journalist has a different role at Canadian Western Agribition. Jim Smalley covered his first agribition all the way back in 1975 and has gone every year until late April of this year when he decided to retire following a 50-year career in broadcasting. This year, he burned the brand to kick off the event and is currently MC of the Grain Expo. He says it was kind of an adjustment at first. First it was, a bit nervous, a bit awkward, but I got to where I could really enjoy it because I could listen with a very intent ear, but I didn't have to make copious notes and uh, try to make it into a very specific type news story. I could listen and really enjoy it. After spending many years covering Agribition, Smalley explained the biggest differences between then and now. Oh, the biggest difference is just has to be the material that's here in terms of the buildings. And by that, I mean like the, the facilities are next to unbelievable to what we had. I mentioned from the podium that back in the 70s, there were dairy farmers that had to have tents, barn tents for their cattle. And, you know, beef cattle can be out in the cold and the wet and the, but when it's 20 below, it's not a great thing for dairy cattle to have them in that kind of weather. So they were worried about their dairy cattle. Now there's so much indoor space here. Uh, there's, there's whole, 
fleets of half tons of trucks, you know, pickup trucks in, in buildings. We have, you know, soccer fields, indoor soccer fields now here that you can have full of all kinds of exhibits for farmers. The amount of material here that's available to see and do is phenomenal. It's just a huge marketplace. The, the draw, the demand from offshore countries is as big as it ever was. You know, the, the show has huge cattle numbers. Uh, I, I looked at my my wife and I were enjoying the alpacas yesterday, opening day, to give you an idea how much enjoyment you can get from coming down to the grounds and just seeing what Agribition has to offer. It offers the world. It's a world marketplace, and you get to see it here in Regina. Finally, I asked him how retirement has been since April 28th, his last day at 620 CKRM as the Ag News Director. Retirement has been great. I've enjoyed it. It's a nice time to relax, put your feet up a bit, but I've been kept keeping busy too, and I will be doing a podcast for 620 CKRM, so I'm looking forward to that. You can see Jim at the Grain Expo from the Queensbury Convention Center on the second floor at Real District. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. We're going to stick on the topic of the Grain Expo and Jim Smalley, uh, as I also talked to him about the event itself, and he kind of uh, provided a recap of uh, how the first day went. We'll be back right after this. We're back with Sask Ag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Welcome back to the program. We're here live from Canadian Western Agribition at Real District. The first day of the Grain Expo at Agribition was an informative session covering various topics. Longtime broadcaster Jim Smalley is the MC of the two-day event that started yesterday and wraps up today. He said Provincial Agriculture Minister David Merritt opened the expo and heard some grain production stats that caught his attention. Tuesday's show was a very interesting mix. We had the Agriculture Minister, David Merritt, for Saskatchewan. He talked about several items. He talked about that the nine trade offices, including one in Mexico, have been very active, very busy. And one thing that caught my ear was his discussion on the carbon footprint issue because I hadn't heard these numbers before. He says Saskatchewan's wheat production is 60% better than any jurisdiction in the world. That's for wheat. He also said canola is 60% better and peas are 90% better than anywhere else in the world as the carbon footprint for crop production. And lentils are 130 cent percent better than any other part in the world for crop production. That's the carbon footprint. So it's really interesting to hear how good we are with carbon involvement. And that's, of course, you know, the big problem with our carbon tax is that uh, it's costing farmers money. But in truth, our crop production leads the world. Jim went on to mention other presentations from CN Rail and Viterra reps. Now, another presenter was David Shednovic. He spoke for CN Rail. He's in charge of marketing activities for all movement of grain and processed grain products. He made some interesting numbers. He talked about that CN Rail will be adding 750 hopper cars to the fleet, that CN Rail has been able to provide very good high percentages in terms of rail car delivery for when grain companies are asking for that. He also said that there's new labor laws just came out this month in November from the federal government that is really having an impact. He said the new labor laws restrict 
workers to 60 hours a week maximum. And he said as a result, it means for his company, a thousand workers more doing the same job. So no improved productivity. And he also talked about labor shortages. That's an issue. Another item was Keith Brownell, manager of country grain marketing at Viterra. He talked about telling farmers, put a base price on what you want for your crop, uh, a, a target price. Know your cost of production, he said, but putting a base hit or a base price and what you want to market your crop at is far better than the rule of thumb because the rule of thumb just does not work well. You're using emotion rather than numbers to make your decisions on grain marketing. He promised today would be another exciting day with interesting material. Again, you can find him and the Grain Expo up on the second floor at the Queensbury Convention Centre here at Real District. You're listening to Sask Ag Today live from Canadian Western Agribition. On the other side of the break is today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer. You're tuned in to Sask Ag Today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94 is brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers, and My Grain Exchange, ready to market your 2023 crop. Head over to MyGrainExchange.com and try their low-risk grain auctions. With increased export competition, pea prices in Western Canada have slipped back, according to Lavon Sargsyan of Johnston's Grain in Calgary. He's hearing that China slowed their imports down from Canada, which is driving the current decrease in prices. Sargsyan says they've increased their imports from countries like Russia, which is increasing competition for Canada's export market. He says yellow peas since April have fluctuated between $9.50 and $11 per bushel free on board in Saskatchewan and Manitoba, adding that when export demand was strong, that pushed prices higher. It's the same story for green peas. As Sargsyan notes, they have $16 to $16.50 per bushel fob, being somewhat resilient as compared to yellow peas. Sargsyan says the increased export competition will have an impact on long-term production, and we will have to watch the geopolitical dynamics unfold to create long-term clarity. The federal government plans to move ahead with changes to the Competition Act to support Canadians' right to repair. This was one of many commitments made in the fall economic statement tabled by Finance Minister Christia Freeland yesterday afternoon. The government says it will amend the act in order to prevent manufacturers from refusing to provide the means of repair of devices and products in an anti-competitive manner. A separate private member's bill brought forward by B.C. Liberal MP Wilson Mayo also aims to ensure Canadians have the right to repair items they own. Bill C-244 would amend the Copyright Act in order to allow the circumvention of a technological protection measure in a computer program if the circumvention is solely for the purpose of the diagnosis, maintenance or repair of a product. Poultry farmers in British Columbia's Fraser Valley are reporting extremely high levels of stress as the latest avian flu outbreak puts millions of commercial birds at risk. Amanda Britton with the BC Poultry Association says farmers are taking extra precautions, including disinfecting any vehicle traveling to and from their properties and wearing personal protective gear. 
She says farmers are isolating themselves from each other to avoid spreading the virus and resorting to online platforms to discuss how to handle the outbreak. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency says there have been 39 infected commercial and backyard flocks in B.C. since October 20th as wild birds migrate south over the farms, spreading the disease. The agency says about 5 million birds have been affected this fall, meaning they've died or been culled. Quebec's Blood Supply Agency says Health Canada has lifted a long-standing ban on blood donations in the province that stemmed from the fear of BSE. HEMA Quebec Vice President Dr. Marc Germain says it's clear that there is now virtually no risk of transmitting variant Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease through new blood transfusions. For two decades, people who lived or traveled in the United Kingdom or France for long periods of time in the 1980s and 1990s have not been allowed to donate blood in case they were exposed. HEMA Quebec says the change will come into effect December 4th. Canadian Blood Services has also asked Health Canada to lift the ban in the rest of the country. It says Health Canada is expected to make a decision soon. The United States and Australia both lifted similar bans in 2022. The United Nations World Food Program has warned that Ukraine's wheat production may be unable to meet domestic and export demand in the years to come if Black Sea export routes remain blocked and attacks on food infrastructure continue. The program's Ukraine director, Matthew Hollingworth, says a forthcoming report by the UN Human Rights Office would show that since mid-July, there have been 31 documented attacks on Ukraine's grain production and export facilities. He told the UN Security Council that 28 of these attacks were in Odessa Oblast alone, which is home of the vital Black Sea and Danube River terminals essential for global trade. Hollingworth says if attacks on food infrastructure and the blockage of sea export routes continue, it will dramatically impact the agricultural production outlook over years to come and may, in a worst-case scenario, lead to wheat production being unable to meet domestic and export demand. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Saskag Today weather on your voice of Saskatchewan. 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, a mainly cloudy sky, then clearing up late this afternoon. Winds from the north at 20 kilometers an hour. Temperature will be falling to minus 5 this afternoon. Then tonight, just a few clouds. North wind at 20 kilometers an hour, then becoming light. A low of minus 16 with the wind chill. It'll feel like minus 24 overnight. Sunshine for tomorrow. Winds up to 15 clicks. High of minus 9 degrees with the wind chill minus 22 in the morning. Then going down a bit to minus 16 in the afternoon. Tomorrow's low is minus 22. Friday sunshine, high of minus 7, the low minus 13. Saturday part the cloudy, high of minus 1, low minus 8. Sunday cloudy, high of minus 1, the low minus 9. Monday part the cloudy, minus 1 again as the high, minus 9 is the low. And Tuesday part the cloudy, high of minus 6 degrees. Normal highs for the period are minus 4, normal lows minus 14. Sun rose at 824 this morning, 
The sun will set at around 5.05. Taking a look around the province in Estevan, minus 2. Swift Current, minus 4. Saskatoon, minus 5. Weyburn, minus 3. Yorkton is at minus 6 degrees. The warmish spot in the province is in East End at 0.4 degrees. Cool spot is in Collins Bay, minus 18.8. In Regina, mostly cloudy sky. North-northwest wind at 18 to 27 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 61%. Temperature minus 4 degrees or 25 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure at 102.2 and rising. Down the road in Moose Jaw, it's a cloudy sky. North-northwest wind at 17. Temperature also minus 4 degrees. Again in Regina, mostly cloudy. North-northwest wind at 18 to 27. Temperature minus 4. Back in a moment. Catch up with all your ag news anytime at saskagtoday.com. Now, back to Saskag Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience, mcdougalauction.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Panison Liquid Systems, expect the best. The first ever Miss Rodeo Agribition will be crowned tonight. Ariana Dick, Zoe Garian, and Tristan Newcomb are vying for the title, which will be announced during the Maple Leaf Finals Rodeo. Zoe, who is from Regina, says what drew her to compete is the opportunity to increase her knowledge about agriculture. Um, I just wanted to come into this, um, make some new friends, make some new connections, um, and just, you know, have an opportunity um, to further my knowledge um, and create, um, just create a richer life um, for myself in country living um, and to just come up and be a um, role model for young girls everywhere that we're, we're cowgirls, we, we can fall off, we can brush the dirt off, right, and we keep on going. So whether or not you're in agriculture or not, um, I think that we can... Um, really step up and um, show young women um, yeah, what, what, what we can be all capable of, whether we're working, um, being a stay-at-home mom, or um, yeah, further in our careers, or working on the ranch. So. Tristan, who hails from the Norquay area, explained what they've competed in so far. Day one yesterday, we started with our horsemanship competition at 8 a.m. Bright and early, we were in the Brant Center Arena. We got on horses that we had never met before. And um, so we were doing, we did two sort of reining patterns, more chore team competition patterns, just your basic maneuvers uh, on horses. And then we did a flag run as well and a wave lap. And then yesterday afternoon, we did our personal interviews. Um, we were judged by Shauna, which is one of the former employees or halftime employees now here at Agribition. And um, our other judge was actually a previous Miss Rodeo Canada herself. And uh, uh, yeah, so we are excited to get started on day two. I believe we're probably all really nervous for the crowning, <laughs> just sitting there waiting for everybody to for somebody to say who won is going to be so nerve-wracking, but it's definitely been quite a great experience, especially that we're not like we're not competitive against each other. We've all become pretty good friends throughout this whole thing, and it's just it's something it's an opportunity that I never thought I'd be able to do, especially along two awesome ladies that are just very supportive and everybody's positive about the whole thing. Ariana, who comes from White City, 
says today they're doing public speeches and testing their knowledge of agriculture and agribition. All three got custom-made cowboy hats, which Ariana said was a cool experience. All the hats that us three lovely ladies are wearing today are all from Smith-built hats. Um, we were so lucky that Agribition flew down Cody from Smith-built hats, and he customized all of these hats to our heads, fit them, steam them, everything. And it was such an incredible experience for all of us. I think we're all very honored to have a Smith-built hat. I never thought I would ever own one, and the fact that I have one on my head right now is crazy to me, and I can't wait to later in in the year and next year wear this when i when i go barrel race and i'm sure all these lovely ladies can't wait to wear them out and about as well like we're so beyond so happy that we have them and it's such a blessing the winner not only gets the crown but will also become an ambassador of canadian western agribition just like the other um, crowned Miss Rodeos, they um, represent the, rodeo as a sport, rodeo as a whole. Um, but the special thing about Miss Rodeo Agribition is that the entire year long, you're representing the show. So um, you get to travel around um, to different rodeos, um, different public speaking events, um, any anywhere that wants Miss Rodeo um, to just kind of represent their event as well. Um, and you get to just be yeah, that good influence. Um, you get to be the face um, of Agribition and just, yeah, promote it and just be there to uh, speak and smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When asked how one of them will celebrate the victory, all three said a group hug first, followed by an easy evening of spending time with family and friends and going to bed early. Admission to tonight's rodeo is free, courtesy of Mosaic. Doors open at 6 p.m., rodeo starts at 7, and the announcement of the first Miss Rodeo will come at around 6.30. And this has been the Champion Report, brought to you by 2S Auctioneers Online Auction House. Start bidding today at 2SAuctioneers.ca. And brought to you by Nelson GM and RV in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Stop by Nelson GM today or visit them online at NelsonGM.ca. You're listening to Sask Ag Today on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Coming up next is our feature and the latest developments on Bill C-234. You're tuned in to Saskag today on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumber yard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. About an hour into the discussion on Bill 234 on Tuesday, it appeared there would be plenty of time for every senator to have their say, unlike the last meeting when debate was suddenly stopped. But following a brief pause, the discussion suddenly took a major turn. It went from the bill to bullying in the workplace. It started with a speech by independent Senator Raymond St. Germain. She alleged that several Tory senators shouted and berated many of her colleagues following the November 9th meeting when debate on the bill was stopped. Jermaine says the insults took place in person and also online. It got so out of control that one of our senators had serious reasons to fear for her physical safety and was forced to leave her private residence and spend her weekend elsewhere in a secure location. It got so out of control that the Senate security team, together with local police, are still working on this case. 
For the next two hours, senators stood and spoke of their disappointment, accusing senators like Donald Plett, Denise Batters, and David Wells of being bullies. Wells took exception to the accusation, saying there was a lot of passion and anger following the last meeting, but that he bullied no one after debate was shut down. No bullying occurred from me. No bullying occurred from me. It is not something I do. It is not something I condone. And it is not something I will ever condone from, from my colleagues, from my children, from my friends. And I will stand up in opposition to that and I will speak on that when I see it happen. Um, colleagues, I have, as I said, I have no prepared remarks, but this is, I feel very strongly about this. Very strongly. I don't think our process was followed. I, th I think that's clear from the reading of the, uh, of the transcripts. Uh, and I reacted with that with a process tweet with what I believed was, was accurate based on what I saw in front of me, based on what everyone saw in front of them. So after two hours of talking about bullying, the speaker ended the discussion last night and will now study the matter privately before making a decision on measures to be taken. In the meantime, the discussion of 234 fell by the wayside, with no indication when the bill might be up for discussion again. Could be another tense day in the upper chamber. You're listening to SaskAg Today. Coming up next is today's market update. Here's the market update with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Grain prices at Viterra were mostly down in early trading today. Canola is down $5.70 at 667.12 a metric ton. Chickpeas is down $44.09 to 1168.44. Lentils is up $20 though at 797.50 and number 1 red spring wheat is up $4.69 at 333.59. The rest were unchanged. Durham 473.72. Feed barley 262.58, flax 621.04, oats 296.32, yellow peas 376.19, feed wheat 235.46. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for December is up a half cent at $7.18 a bushel. Coming up is the Livestock Report. The Saskag Today Livestock Reports on your voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now here are the latest livestock quotes. This is the Michael Report for the Assiniboia Livestock Auction for the week of November 17th. That's three to 400 pound steers average, $4.27 a pound, sold up to $4.78. A four to 150 pound steers average 391, sold over 448. 450 to 500 pound steers average $3.87 and sold over 448 as well. 500 to 550 pound steers average 389, sold over 421. 550 to 600 pound steers average $3.74, sold over 392. 600 to 650 pound steers sold up averaged at $3.51 and sold over 378. And 650 to 700 pound steers average $3.30 and sold up to $3.56 a pound. Efforts were 50 to 90 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights were a load of 500 pound black steers at $4.10 a pound and a load of 500 pound red steers at $4.21 a pound. That's the first time that I've ever seen a load of reds bring 11 cents more than the blacks. And they were the highest selling big groups of reds anywhere in Canada last week. We topped the market again. How do we do it? Well, it's not a secret. Just ask me. 
This has been Roy Rutledge reporting from the high dollar market. The latest pork prices are at $186.07 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. It's the Saskag Today Resource Reports on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Time now for the Resource Report. Federal Finance Minister Christian Freeland stood and delivered her Liberal government's fall economic statement in the House of Commons yesterday. While she acknowledged the cost of living crisis weighing on Canadians and the pressure that a slowing economy is putting on federal finances, she offered few measures to tackle it. Her document outlined measures aimed at boosting the construction of homes and affordable housing and future priorities to tie federal infrastructure dollars to housing action by local governments. NDP leader Jagmeet Singh blasted the Liberals for not spending more on housing, saying the fiscal update doesn't meet the urgency of what Canadians are going through right now. On the markets, the TSX is down 136 points at 20,109. The Dow is down 62 points to 35,088. Oil is down $3.32, $74.45 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 72.70 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, you can tune in to the on-demand Saskag Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's going to do it for Wednesday's edition of Saskag Today from Canadian Western Agribition. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.